James earns millions from internet marketing. Tim's got millions of questions. Welcome to Freedom Ocean. Now, jump on in. Welcome back, listeners, to episode 46 of your favourite internet marketing show, Freedom Ocean. I am Timbo Reid, and right there is... James Shramko. Correct, correct. You Welcome still, back, you mate. You it over to me that time. Sometimes you announce me. Yeah, I know, I know. I just like to keep you on your toes, as you do me. Is this because you've got a new co-host in your other show and you're used to sharing now? Is this, is this a good sign? <laughs> Mate, I have got another uh, a, a new co a part time co host in small on small business big marketing, and uh, as you saw in a Facebook update or maybe an email that I sent to my list, this guy his name is Andrew Griffiths, and he can talk underwater with a mouthful of marbles while eating a pie. The guy can talk. I tell you, I listened to an episode yesterday, and it was funny to see you being the quiet one. <laughs> <laughs> He's a machine. I have a part-time co-host on my internet marketing speed blog. That's why you what? I have a part-time host on my internet marketing speed blog. Who's that? You might have heard of this guy called Lukey. (laughs) Correct. Correct. I only bring him on to joke about you. So what are we talking about today, Timbo? Uh, Mate, we've got a listener questions show, a bit of listener feedback. Had lots of questions coming in over the um, course of the last few months, many of which get posted to the show notes on our website, some of which come through on Facebook, through iTunes, et cetera, et cetera. And and you lovingly respond. You know, I, I would say a loving response from you to a listener question, like I'm talking loving, would be six words. I got an email today from my travel agent and he yep. said that was the shortest booking ever. You're a freak. And you know this guy, Jake, because I've been yep. teaching him his um, online marketing stuff, video yep. newsletters. Jake Hauer, Pan yeah. Travel. But the, I looked at the thing and I, I thought, what really was it that short? And I looked and it said, hi, Jake, please book Manila, November, this date, Qantas, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine I'm like a low-hassle customer for him. I, I, I must say, and uh, we, 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 this won't be a personal interrogation of James Shramko, but if you didn't know you, you could you could take your abruptness, like anyone who's who's short and brief, um, as as rude. I, it has been said before. I learned yeah. this in, in uh, one of my forums. Pe- people thought that I might have been rude when I'm just really pithy with my posts. Pithy? What's pithy mean? Short, punchy. Hmm. Right. Um, well, it's good. I mean, I, actually, at the end of the day, you know, the old sort of um, making conversation, it's a pain in the ass sometimes. So, um, you know, here's to you. So, mate, we've got some feedback, some great feedback, and then let's get stuck into We'll mix it up a bit. Very short feedback from Brian Jandlebroz. Don't know how to pronounce that. I listen and read everything you do. It's just a matter of time before I become part of the community. I love the stuff. Freedom Ocean is what started it. Got a longer one here from AJ Silvers, whose name I love, James. I don't know. Is that AJ Silvers? What would you put him as? A kind of uh, Formula One driver, basketballer? Yeah, I thought uh, when I saw that, it reminded me of Derek Sivers, who's quite a famous and awesome author. So I, I reckon it is a pretty cool handle. Look, this is pretty touching feedback, I must say. He says, I imagine well, you get well, this well, a lot. Well, 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 hang on a sec. Just so that you know, that wasn't publicly posted. So maybe we'll just uh, talk about the essence of that. Uh, <laughs> the reason well, I shared it with you, Timbo, is because I wanted you to know that we are actually 
touching a difference. people in a in a good way, and that's why we started this thing. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, um, in that case, uh, why don't you talk about the essence of it? The essence of it was that he's found the the podcast refreshingly honest, brutal, and f- fun, but. He's been getting some kick-ass results. I won't say what he did for privacy reasons, but he was making $500 an hour and it's something that he can continue to do. And he's had a little bit of a tough time before that with some other things, but Freedom Ocean has really given him the confidence to do what he believed was the right thing despite what most of the IM gurus and and the hype and the myths talk about. And Mm -hmm. that's, that's the bit that I thought was cool because I'm all about, you know, blunt, brute directness and uh, he's promised to buy me a beer, which I thought was yeah, extremely yeah. generous. So that's good. It's nice. And we get a lot of that um, that, that feedback of it's making a difference. So that's um, that's a good thing. Now, mate, um, some listener questions. Um, this is more a question from me, but uh, who writes these who writes these comments in blogs that just don't make sense? I'm looking at this one. Thank you for sharing excellent informations. Your website is so cool. I am impressed by the details that you've on your site. It reveals how nicely you understand the subject. Bookmark this webpage. You, my pal, rock. I just I found just the information I already searched all over the place and just couldn't come across. Uh, they make me laugh, and that that's actually a half-intelligible one. Some of the stuff that gets posted in as spam is just extraordinary. How does it happen? Yep. Okay. So the technique that the person is trying to use is to get a link from your site to their website. So generally you'll see they've got a hyperlink and it could be something, you know, it could be anything from travel accommodation through to um, Viagra. What they're trying to do is find blogs that automatically publish content and don't get them vetted. The the default setting to WordPress um, is a little bit lax. I suggest anyone with the WordPress site goes and ticks um, moderate all comments. So mm. sometimes it'll let the comment go through if it has less than one link in the in the uh, post, or even if it has no links. They're still relying on that author hyperlink. So the motive is to get a link from your site. It works because, A, they're able to generate massive volumes of these using automated tools, uh, tools like XRumor and Scrapebox, I believe, are used for this sort of mass thing. They'll be sending absolutely hundreds of thousands of these. Um, and this is this is the... This is what the other side of these uh, cheap ass, you know, we'll get you 10,000 links for $5 looks like. This is what your little friendly Fiverr guy is doing <laughs> in his basement. He's li- lining up this uh, spam machine just to go out and blast the internet looking f- to exploit um, website comments. And they also do this with forum profiles. If you own a forum, you probably get these weird registrations. And if you have any web forms on the internet, you're probably getting similar sort of web forms filled out by bots or automated mm. machines. Mm. The very no, good ones sometimes. are so well worded that you could actually think a human posted it and you may even manually approve it. They're the very sophisticated ones. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, as a website master, what you can do to check, if you're not sure, what I do is I actually cut and paste the words into Google and what you'll find quite often is there's like a 100 versions of the exact same phrase on all these different blogs and then you know it was just spam. As a webmaster, what I'm looking for is a comment that relates to my post, that shows me that they read it. So a better comment would be, 
Hi, Tim. I really liked your uh, this episode. I think uh, what that baker has done with his business is inspirational for other Australians. Now, that shows that mm. the person has read your post. They're more likely to earn a link to their website. But if they go and type seven different comments on seven different posts, now they're starting to become a spammer. So link yeah. uh, links from blogs are powerful. Links from blogs are relevant. Links from blogs are really, really easy to get if you just put in a little bit of effort and hand post on other people's blogs with genuine comments like our readers do on Freedom Ocean. You can bet we're mm. going to be moderating mm. them. They earn a link off from a relevant place where other people just like them visit back to their site. So that's why they do it. That's how they do it. And this is what you should be doing if you are both the webmaster or the person trying to get the link. James, that was the most verbose answer you've ever given on anything. I'm working on it, Timbo. I want to be comprehensive. Yeah. It's a, so far, it's Absol- been an amazing Absol- day. We're, <laughs> we're finishing uh, the month of uh, August here. It's been an incredible month. Just back from visiting my team, the business is solid. Lots of cool things happening. So I'm I'm on a high. <laughs> Not that I ever see the lows. You're on a high. I'm always pumped, really. Yeah. Let's do it. What else you got? Well, well mate, you know, I, I even have found another email uh, which identified you in, once again, a humorous space because it's it's from Tim Holmes. And Tim says um, he's commenting on um, one of the previous episodes, episode 43, which was the one we titled The Healthy Episode. And he said he commented to us both, well done on the weight loss, which, and then he adds a nice line, mind over platter. That was funny, but then you've come back with a comment that says it's better than the seafood and eat it diet. Hey, you you were on yeah. fire. Yeah, well, you know, you, you can't beat a good dad joke. <laughs> correct, correct. I, I'm glad you recognised it as a good dad joke because I'm constantly reminding my kids of how funny their dad is, which is me. <laughs> um, Tim actually followed up on, on that um, post to say that he's actually lost six kilograms following my diet regime. So, um, hey, we're not only oh making a difference goodness. to people's bank accounts and mindsets, but their waistlines, James. Are you still skinny? Say that again. Are you still skinny? I am, mate. Yeah, I am. Uh, it continues to uh, to drip off. So well uh, that's done, a good mate. thing. That is but, awesome. Uh, I'm hesitant to talk too much about weight loss because yeah, I know we'll one get, of our we'll other listeners said, "Get Just on for the, the record, business I'm, stuff." I'm still maintaining my 91. I'm, I'm solid gold. Even <laughs> all right. Let's go. What nice. else you got? Come on, let's talk internet marketing um, stuff. All right, we've got a couple of questions from uh, who's this from? Where is the name? Sephora. Sephora says uh, about farming out of articles. Uh, and I'll, first, I, w- I want you to, I, uh, if you could define what farming out of articles is, but I'll tell you what the question is. I was warned that this can be dangerous and that Google can actually remove your website from searches. Do you know anything about that? I have a lot of blog posts and articles, which many of us do, that I would love to use to drive traffic to my site. Just put the articles and posts on her blog. I mean, that's that's the number one thing to do now. And it always has been. Mm-hmm. Even if you could look back, uh, gosh, I think like four years ago, maybe five, probably about four years ago, I put an article on my own blog about the ridiculous um, stupidity of article marketing where people were taking their very best content and putting it on places like Ezine Articles. And I'm thinking – 
what the hell are you doing? Put your good content on your own site. That's that's it, like I do with my blog, uh, like every single author should do. Put your best content on your own website. Okay, so farming out the article, that's where you might take the content and start putting it all over other article directories, pointing back to your website. But you can't use the same piece of content. You shouldn't use the same piece mm. of content to do that. You're going to have to manually rewrite the content or use a completely new, fresh article that has never been seen before. If you understand what Google want, they want original content. They want to show the very best result they possibly can by relevance to someone who's searching into the search results. So if someone goes to Google and types in a phrase, they want to serve up the most relevant, fresh, unique, helpful piece of content possible. That's what you should put on your website. If you want to promote your website by putting articles in other places, then do guest blog posts. Yes, you can submit articles to article directories. However, don't be obsessed with it. Don't make it a full-time job. What you should do is have somebody rewrite your articles or um, or just put out extra articles. And it's so easy to have fresh articles made or done for you, even if you don't like to type. Firstly, you can hire someone to do it, which is my strongest recommendation. Secondly, if you um, absolutely have to do it yourself, why don't you just talk into a microphone for half an hour or pretend you're Tim Reid, do it for an hour, and then just give that audio to someone and let them make articles from that. And then you can have really good, fresh content, but don't put the same piece of content all over the place. All that happens is that it gets degraded. And uh, the, the big risk now, and this is fresh since Penguin, is that people tend to use the same hyperlinks on all their content. Mm. And if you were to put the same piece of content out there 10 times. Well, there's not really a penalty for having the same content out there. They just devalue the the multiple instances of it. It's not going to penalize you. But the thing that can actually trip you up now is if you had 10 of the exact same link coming back to your site, that now can penalize you. That's, that's overdoing your anchor text. And these days you really want to keep any one phrase down in the single digit percentages linking back to your site. You, unless it's a brand name, if it's the name of your website or the name of your brand. So we could quite happily link to Freedom Ocean many, many times with the words Freedom Ocean or freedomotion.com. Mm-hmm. That's not so risky. But if we kept linking to Freedom Ocean with um, Internet Marketing Podcast, Internet Marketing Podcast, Internet Marketing Podcast, yeah, right. sooner or later Google's going to say, you know what, guys, I think you're trying to manipulate us here with uh, internet marketing podcast phrase. So we're going to penalize you for that phrase and we're not going to show your website for that phrase anymore because I think you're taking the piss out of us. And uh, Mm -hmm. so that's the big risk with syndicating any type of content these days is syndicating too many of the same anchor text when you're doing that. Mm. Now, so anchor text, harsh, aren't they? But it makes okay. sense. It's all about anchor, relevance. And by the way, anchor text is merely the words that you use in the hyperlink, okay, just in case yeah. a listener doesn't know what anchor text means. Yeah. Good answer. Thanks. Hey, um, just as you're talking and you're commenting on my one-hour uh, one interviews that I do on uh, small business, big marketing, what are you, I've been having this discussion a bit lately with um, both clients and, and people who are contacting me about video versus audio, and there's really good arguments for both, um, 
but clearly uh, I'm a fan of audio and I'm a fan of audio because it's just infinitely consumable. You know, whether you're running or in bed or at the gym or commuting or driving, you can be listening to something, whereas video requires that you stop and watch a screen. Now, you're doing both. Um, I'm doing a lot of audio. Um, I also do, don't do do a lot of video because I just find it, um, and I know there's ways of making it easy, but it is harder than video. Um, what's your view on that? Well, uh, super fast business is a good test for me because I put out a three to five minute video every few days and mm. I podcast it. The interesting thing for me is that the podcasts and the video get almost the same views. So I get about mm. uh, three to 600 views on my YouTube video and I get about three to 600 podcast listens per episode. Um, for an internet marketing speed or a Freedom Ocean podcast, uh, we're, we're, we're able to hit a couple of thousand listens for these um, particular episodes. Mm. So it doesn't really matter. It comes down to what sort of media you like to make. In your case, you are designed perfectly for audio. Great. I've got a great head for audio. <laughs> well, you, you've got a good voice for audio and it's your medium. I'm influenced by you about about the audio. I could actually podcast my video on Superfast Business, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, I actually do like to podcast just the audio. I think it offers a, as you said, it's, it's making it easy for people to consume that media anywhere. Yes, I mean, last night while I was editing something, I listened to a one-plus-hour podcast from someone and I just had it playing in my headphones while I was working. I really mm. like consuming podcasts. I think they're a great medium. I think if you take Freedom Ocean, Internet Marketing Speed and Superfast Business, I'm getting up in the mid-100,000 podcast downloads per month and I don't mm. think that would be the case for videos. I'm only seeing... Uh, 10,000 video views a month. So all mm. added up, the podcast medium seems to stretch a bit further. And the other thing is the, the podcast just has such a super sticky, loyal, repeat, um, passionate customer. I think most of my paid customers have come from a podcast like Freedom Ocean. Uh, in fact, probably Freedom Ocean is driving a lot of my commercial traffic because people become part of the show and they enjoy it. And and a lot of them do commute. And it's amazing how many times people say they're walking a dog or going for a walk. Listening oh, nice. to this. So probably someone's listening to this right now, walking, smiling, and the people walking the other way are looking at them thinking they're a bit weird. But yeah, I think the audio <laughs> medium is is going to stay. I mean, we still listen to a radio in our car, uh, even though we've got all the latest technology. There's some things you can can do with just audio, and you can't do with video. But mm. I would I would definitely say video is a strong part of my business now. You can't ignore YouTube and the amount of hours that people watch. But my experiments have shown if I give people both, it's almost equal consumption. Mm, it's good, interesting. I just think um, audio is still because uh, you, you hear these crazy numbers. You know, like forty-eight hours of video uploaded to YouTube every second or every minute or something. Yeah, just big numbers. But uh, you don't hear the same about audio because there's just there's just not the same discussion going around. So that's good. I think we we agree on that one. You can't ignore oh, the other thing and, is and shouldn't. It's, but um, it's just there so, is a whole lot of upside to audio. It's so much easier to make audio as well, and that's so that's, much easier. I mean, if you like to write, do these big feature blog posts and then just read them out and record them and then you can leverage your amazing text content into the audio space. And, you know, 
the big thing of what I'm teaching with traffic now, and I'm as I'm just like I'm literally rolling out traffic grab two. I did the first part of that uh, called content assault two nights ago, and the big message I've got is you got to treat your website. Uh, like an octopus. The head of the octopus is your feature blog, but you need tentacles and you need them in YouTube and iTunes and Amazon and and Google. But, you know, don't be single traffic source dependent. Don't be single um, content dependent. You know, get that text out there by all means, but get the audio out there. And if you can do some feature videos, even though the production is more difficult and and takes longer, it just taps into a different audience and it lets people experience you in another channel. And, and, and also these things lend themselves extremely well to both uh, Facebook and Pinterest. You know, you can Mm. um, put a Pinterest link to a video and it takes a screen grab of the video. Mm, cool. And and also, you know, don't forget the offline. I mean, you know, the head of the octopus being, I hate octopuses, so it freaks me out even saying, um, uh, <laughs> being the website, but having all those tentacles go out too, they should go out offline. I've just started Everywhere. writing an opinion piece for um, Net Magazine once a month, uh, and that's, a, that's to- a printed magazine, and that's... Um, you know, that's already starting to get driving traffic. Or People radio are commercials. saying they've enjoyed the piece or, you know, commenting on it. So... You know, uh, also look offline as well for those, obviously for those traffic sources. Yeah, like radio and um, and live events. I mean, speaking from stage or just attending and mm. participating. Uh, LinkedIn forums. I've been discussing in your LinkedIn forum. I'm just waiting for you to join in sometime. Ha <laughs> ha! I've been there the last few days, actually. Uh, yeah, well, I've been stirring yeah, up trouble. Conversation. You're just stirring the pot there. Now we've got a question here from Laura Thomas. She's a bit of a newbie from the UK. Um, podcast recommended at a networking event. Um, She's starting to make some good progress and write some good content. Uh, Her question is around targeting her niche. I have become wary that I am sitting between two niches to become super niche, if you know what I mean. Her first niche is being aware of sugar habits, and her second niche is realistic weight management for younger women. Should she really stick to one niche based on Google keyword research, and what can she do to test that I'm not going down the road that will be hard to uh, when it comes hard, when it becomes time to SEO. There's a lot there, isn't there? Yeah, but I'm going to just separate all all the noise. Yeah. Right? It's it's as simple as this: find someone with a problem and solve it. Mm. Okay, so how does she know if it's worth rolling out? She should be able to try and sell something. If she can sell. The idea of an ebook or a solution or a, a weight loss plan or a consulting session or whatever, if someone will pay her money for what she's got right now, that is the minimum viable product. So she should work that pitch around. She should be talking to, to people, everyone she meets, if they, you know, if they're a lady or the, and they look like they're overweight, she might have the conversation and start to figure out where the hooks are. Is it around sugar? Is it around weight loss? Is it both? Generally, the more you specialize, uh, the easier it is for people to identify your specialty and to put value in that. So, uh, for example, if I was an office relocation expert, that's great. But if I was an office relocation expert for uh, small to medium businesses who are in uh, pest control industry, mm. 
then that's very specialized. Well, okay, these people move pest controllers and they're experienced with handling hazardous uh, chemicals and, uh, and et cetera. So the more she specializes, the more she'll find her, her market. But then the problem is it might be so small that it, you can't serve it. So you want to look for a certain number of people in the market. Um, you know, it could be, could be a couple of thousand people that are in that market and she wants to look for financial capacity. Do these people actually spend money already in that market so that they have and, – and then can she actually access them? Can she get in front of them? Uh, it's a very, very competitive space that, that the health, the weight loss yeah. space. There's huge money in there. There's no question about that. So what she needs to do is sell something to somebody. She needs to – you know, and usually it'll be face-to-face for a minimum viable product. She could say, you know, I've got, I've actually got a, a guide I've crafted that's uh, 50 pages that will show you how to shed 20 kilograms in the next 60 days, um, and it's it's uh, $39. If someone says, yeah, I'll have it, you know, where do I buy it? Can you send it over to me? That's a good sign. If they're like, oh yeah, that sounds interesting, you know, and they're not, and they're not ready to, to open the wallet and pay the money, then it's really it's not the right path for her. Mm. Yeah, good call. Good call. Um, mate, that is that is going to bring us to the end of a listener questions. We've got lots of other listener questions which we might tackle in a future show. But listeners, if you do uh, want to ask James or I a question, you can do one of two or you can do a number of things, can't they? Go to Freedom Ocean's uh, Facebook. Yep. At, uh, you just go to likefreedomotion.com. If you sign up at Freedom Ocean, uh, we will send you emails and you can reply to any of those emails with a question or you can just go to iTunes and leave a listener review and ask a question there. And we, uh, by the way, we, like, we, ways. we really don't Anything send- Anything else, mate, before we wrap this up? Yeah, we don't send a lot of emails. We No, we don't. We uh, pretty much only send an email when there's a new episode. Yep. And the occasional Correct. special thing, I, I think we're probably due to send a special offer to members of Freedom Ocean- uh, that's not available to the public. So we might leave that little incentive there and uh, we'll send that out after this episode goes to air. So make sure you're on the email list for that. And uh, the other way, of course, yeah, just replying to any email we ever send is one of the easiest ways to to, to put forward some feedback to us and that will go to Tim and myself. And we're both, uh, we're both on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Are you still Twittering? You, you have a love-hate with Twitter. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm less on Twitter yeah. these days. I got on it yesterday. I went to a, um, I went to a small business event uh, that the Victorian government put on and uh, I was just quite infuriated by a couple of the speakers who were up there speaking in front of 600 small business owners and um, one bloke spoke about the old, the old chestnut of social media and uh, he was just boring. He, he was just rattling off the big numbers, you know, this many people on YouTube, this many people on Facebook. It's like it was a conversation that was had three years ago. You know, we know there's lots of people. So I was, I was actually pretty active on Twitter during that. Um, uh, and I don't know whether you've ever seen it, but there's a fat boy slim. There's a, there's a video on YouTube that talks about the power of social media to a fat boy slim song. Nice. And that also is about four years old and he played that and then that really got my back up. So... Uh, I use Twitter when I want to complain or I want to research, but that's about all. I just use it to watch Luke Moulton so that I can see what I'm supposed to be paying attention to because he's he's good at finding stuff. So wow. <laughs> I use it for a research tool. I, I basically follow the people who are going to point me to the things that I need to know about. Yep. And the other one I like to follow is the the, um, the main news 
caster in the Philippines yep. that just tells me what's going on with the weather and and yeah. uh, and the things that are important to my business. But yeah, all right, well, good to catch up, Timbo. Hopefully, we can catch up again soon. Hey, that'd be a good idea. Excellent idea. All right, buddy, take care and uh, see you next time. All right. Thanks for diving into the Freedom Ocean with James Schramko and Tim Reed. You've just come that little bit closer to living the life you choose. Please keep in mind that the ideas, opinions, and information shared in the show are those of the hosts and do not reflect those of their past employers. And as far as future employers go, well, they're both pretty much unemployable. (laughs) Ha 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 ha